this was a very exciting phase for this one because we completed it. Yeah. We did everything. Yeah. So it had to keep coming backwards and forwards to have certain checkups and quality control. But we actually found an incredible, uh, wonderful couple who run a sales agency called Leomark. And actually, I'd met them through a film that my daughter had done. So again, that goes back to that networking. I didn't know when I knew them that this was going to be something I needed in the future. And they very kindly watched the film. They thought it was a lovely family film and they took it on. Now, this one didn't have any quality control issues, bizarrely enough. But, um, But if... We'll talk about those in, in the future with the other films. But the, the checks that you needed to go through, um, when I said that I could put this on Amazon, what, what did you have to go through? What were your thought processes with it? Was it like, actually, it's fine, I just need to give it as is? Or was there something you tweaked? Oh, there was a lot that needed to be done, actually. That you did do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bit. what was yeah. that? <laughs> uh, so... Can of worms. Well, number one, I never experienced the quality control pipeline before. I didn't even know that that was... I mean, I, it makes sense that quality control is essential for depending on what you're trying to sell it to. But what I had to learn was, number one, quality control is only as important as the outlet that you're aiming to get it onto. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to do something in a much more like self-distributed or... YouTube, in a, Vimeo. Yeah, yeah, something in a smaller format you don't have to worry nearly as much about the overall quality. Which is what you had done in the past? Uh, yeah, for the most part. I yeah. mean, uh, for the little narrative things, yeah, because yeah, yeah. we didn't enter anything with the intention of, like, we have it pre-sold for distribution. Yeah. It's already going here. Like, we were at the point where we were still just trying to, like, get it, you know, finished. Yes, And yeah. same with other directors I'd work with who... Their only prerogative was to make a movie, put it in festivals. It was not about selling it and making that money back at that point. So that's why this was the first time, because we hadn't finished the previous film. And then this film, we actually were like, okay, we're done. Now how do we get it there? So as far as quality controls go, it was not rated to go to Netflix or to go to Hulu or to one of the high-end people. Because it's a very stringent level of just like, base requirements across the board so I was learning for the first time about what they actually need in terms of each of those distribution outlets Uh, the rating system of like what they're actually looking for in technical errors both in audio and video Mm. what is an automatic fail what's excusable as an artistic choice because there's a lot of things that are technically maybe not correct that you can say, oh, well, that was my intention. And yes. who's there to second yes. guess you, you know? <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> but then there are plenty of elements that it's just like, this is incorrect. This is bad quality. This will not be And it gets sent back to you by. then. Yeah, because the whole goal of the distribution is to go ahead and have it so they can take it to anyone and as many people as possible and sell it for as much as possible. And so if you're giving them something that only meets so many check marks Mm. on a list that limits who they can even show it to or attempt to sell it to. And, you know, these days with so many streaming and distribution outlets, with so much of a worldwide market and the Internet accessible, you know, you should always shoot for quality if you have the money to do it and to aim for that. But just because you have something that isn't perfect 
doesn't mean that you don't have the opportunity to get it out there to attempt to put some money well, in and, your pocket. And that looks back at what your budget is versus what you want back. Yep. You know, if we'd made this for half a million dollars, well, it might not have even been much better because we still didn't have that knowledge for the level we were. Exactly. And again, I spoke about this in the first course. It's it's all well and good saying you've got a, a million dollars, but if you haven't got that knowledge and you don't know what you're doing, then maybe don't waste it. You know, I, did, I wanted to learn and not have somebody's responsibility of giving me $3 million and, and not understanding what I was doing. So we're now in a position where, because it was only 26K, we were in a place that we could just give it to an outlet and it could make some money back bit by bit over the period of however many years it takes because that's okay we yep. all got out of it what we needed and the other it. thing about that too is without a pre-allocated marketing budget all the distribution can do is get it to somewhere yes it does not yeah. mean that yeah. you have people itching to watch it no one has seen a trailer they don't know about the film. Yeah. No one has seen a poster. No one's going to search out your IMDb and custom be like, what is this person done? And that takes so much time oh. and effort. Oh, yeah. Which, again, when you move quickly on from one film to the next, you actually then almost don't have the time for. And you have to give that allocated time. And you have to rely on the crew, the cast, the people involved to help with that. Well, that's why it's so yeah. important. And when we started doing more EPK stuff and we started getting more behind the scenes, more interviews with people... That makes a dramatic difference when you're trying to market it. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we're not making multi-million dollar things where they pre-allocate stuff so people can do press junkets. Yeah. They're not saying, oh, yes, on our little indie film, let's fly out all our lead actors to Sundance and have them, like, push the yeah. film. Yeah. You know, that's not happening for things under $5 million. Yeah. Like, yeah. pretty much, period. And even that now, actually, I think, you, you know, yeah. they've stopped yeah. doing that. You have to be somebody very special. So so you get it back, you fix everything as best you can. Yep. And then you send it back again. Yep. And then they were able to put it onto Amazon, weren't they? Yep. Which I am incredibly proud of it being on Amazon. Incredibly proud. Anybody can get it. I love the fact it's there. I've had people randomly messaging me going, oh, I saw this film the other day. It's really fun. It's really kid-friendly. One of the things that um, I've learned from that, being a kid-friendly film that I think we did well was that it is about kids. Yep. Because kids will want to watch kids. And even though nowadays kids are expecting these amazing Marvel with the VFX and, you know, this incredible uh, <laughs> things that can happen, uh, this is just a cutesy little kids movie. Actually, I got the audience right. Yeah. The audience are the seven, eight, and nine-year-olds. And, and they, they will watch these. <laughs> exactly. They're not watching it going, Mummy, I don't think that was the correct camera. Look at the light over there. And, you know, they're not. They, they, you're right. They'll forgive quality. Uh, because the story was good, the acting was good, the the message was lovely. Oh, yeah. So putting it on Amazon was the perfect platform for this film. So again, we learnt, having done it that way, ah, this platform works for these type of movies, this is okay. But you're right, that budget at the end to then push it and keep people watching it, because there are so many films out there. I mean, beyond so many films. Oh yeah, every day. Every yeah. Tuesday, there's yeah. <laughs> how many new films put out on everything. So, so please many. watch Pretty Outrageous, okay? Go and download it, all of you now. Because actually, the other thing is the cast that I got, they weren't who they are now. Yeah. And so I was really lucky. It was one of those moments where you go, wow, you got them before they were famous. Well, imagine if you had been like, 
no, I want to hold out. I don't want to put it on Amazon. I have to sell it to something. We could still be sitting here with no one having ever watched it. Absolutely. You know? So you kind of have to get over your ego to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, get it out there. Get it into the world. So again. this whole distribution thing, as far as I can see, for this film specifically, worked so well because I knew somebody, I was able to contact them, and we found the right platform for this film. We are not holding out nope. to sell it for 30 million. We're not holding out to sell it to Netflix. The platform suits the film. So again, think that through before you start shooting.